Hello, everyone. It is so good to see you all. I'm so excited for this wonderful review. I'm back. I'm back, witches, doing a review, and I'm so excited. Um, I've been doing, uh, you know, um, basic binges for a while, and I love doing that. It's all so amazing, but this is where my home's at, doing reviews. So I'm so excited to be doing this one. Um, welcome to Nom Watch Review, if you don't know what this is, part of Nom Talk Network. On this show, we review the latest film drop or throwback celebrating a milestone while eating and drinking our favorite movie, snacks and drinks. I'm your host, John Dorosco, and right now I'm enjoying some lovely Wingstop wings. I got some barbecue wings, some lemon pepper wings, and some Coke Zero, since apparently that's like the, the, the drink of the channel, since everybody drinks Coke Zero. It's like Alejandro, freaking Bill, everybody just drinks Coke Zero, um, and some hot sauce and some um, blue cheese dressing, so I'm so excited. Um, but I want to get to my guests, who I haven't seen one in such a long time. I haven't seen either of them in a long time, let's be real. Um, and I'm, so, I mean, I saw Eric, I saw you like two days ago, maybe. Um, yes, but <laughs> I, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I haven't seen you in a very long time. It is so good to see both of you. Um, Eric, what are you chomping on? What are you drinking? What are you doing? I am chomping on some Nerds Gummy Clusters. You can't see it because okay. it's blurry, but Nerds Gummy Clusters. Love these things. They're so addicting. Get the candy away from me, especially this month. Uh, and then some Voodoo Ranger, uh, the pumpkin yes. one that we're drinking. Yeah, I love it. It's so good. Uh, so good. Like, I never I loved like, IPAs, and then Voodoo came out, and I was like, oh, yeah. this is delicious. It's like, it's, like ba- it's like basic bitches have pumpkin spice. We have pumpkin beer Correct. and it's just like there's so many pumpkin i'm like oh my god i love it anyway yeah yeah it is good to see you i love you what are you eating what are you drinking what are you what are you what's going on i am eating dinner so i have some diet salad because Ooh. gotta stay healthy um Absolutely. it's basically cabbage with some like cilantro and like tofu and all that fun stuff i'm also eating jellyfish i don't know if you can see the jellyfish jellyfish and some oh. brown uh, brown sugar smoked chicken, and I am drinking some. What am I drinking? Actually, I don't know. Um, plum juice. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I don't know. Poison. Like, know poison. Drinking, but I'm it's poison. It. Yes, that's <laughs> yes. poison in my like little fancy like little skull cup. Yes, Never let like, anybody knows it's poison, or else they're not going to drink it. <laughs> See, well, I'm, her I'm own, the opposite. So I'm like, please tell me it's poison so I can consume it. <laughs> That's that's enough of this life. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. Oh my gosh. It's so good to see you both. Um, And if, you know, if y'all haven't guessed what the spoilers are, what what we're doing, what we're talking about, we are talking about the wonderful and amazing Hocus Pocus 2, which if you are a millennial, if you are a little bit older than that, you've been expecting this film for a long time. And it was literally just... um, I watched it with, uh, so I watched it with my mom and then I watched it with my two nieces, their mom, and then her mom. So like, it was just like a family affair and I was so excited to watch it. Um, and I'm really glad I did watch it the way that I watched it. Um, so let's just start off with why we're here talking about Hocus Pocus 2, right? Um, I think for me, uh, the beginning was, uh, this was something I talked about last night in our stream where um, this was just a family favorite where I watched this with my parents, like like when it was on TV. Um, And it was one of those things where it wasn't necessarily taboo in my house to talk about like witchcraft and like all that stuff, right? Like, you know, in some houses it was and uh, watching Hocus Pocus was something that was just a staple, right? And then you get it on VHS, right? And then you watch it and it's just like, oh, cool. And then I ended up naming my cat after Binks, right? Because my cat was black, had like, you know, uh, the eyes and all that stuff. And she was such a sweet and little gentle, little baby, little fur baby. And um, it just it just was a staple that stayed with me for a very long time. And I, I, I definitely loved Hocus Pocus. It was, it was, um, it was a Halloween movie that was around those, like around the time when like Halloween town, all that stuff started coming out. And it, it was, it wasn't necessarily like, uh, you know, people weren't like rushing to watch it, 
Um, but it was something where it was like, if you did watch it, you knew, right? Like you were a part of the club, right? And so I just, I loved this movie. Um, let's start with you, Yaya. How did you get introduced to Hocus Pocus? And then what made you want to watch Hocus Pocus too? So same, I think with most millennials, watch it on Disney Channel, especially during yeah. Halloween time. And of course, um, I um, was it was I wasn't old enough when it first came on in 1993, and I think that's I think a lot of people like forget that it's actually a really old movie, yep. and like because it played every single year on Disney Channel, so everyone always had that first time watching it. And for me, I probably was around six or seven when I uh, first watched it on Disney Channel, and. I loved it as a kid. And I remember it's just like, you know, I was also a coward as a kid. So it did kind of freak me out, especially Billy. Um, when I was little, when Billy first <laughs> comes out, I was like, oh. And of course, now I love Billy. Go figure. <laughs> right. Go figure. He's also right. played by my favorite actor of all times, Doug Jones. Yes. Yes. Doug Jones is my Doug favorite Jones. actor of all times. So I'm like, I, when I found out as as an as like like, a, like an older like teenager or adult, I was like, oh my god, and I love it even more. But no, like legit, <laughs> I love that movie. Like every year, I would always like watch it. And like, if for some reason, I it got like probably you know when you get to your tweens and you're like, I don't like kid stuff anymore. And then it like kind of went back into like nostalgia kind of feel for me until probably around my college years where I was like. Do people really act? Is this an actual movie? Like, is this does this exist? Do people know about it? And I went to find it again. Of course, find out that of course everyone loves it. And so, it's one of my staple like Halloween movies. Watch it every year. And Hocus Pocus too, of course. Like announced, it's always going to be some hesitation because you know one, it's made thirty years later. Two, it's made by Disney now currently, who is just trying to get money out of the millennials. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest. So I had some like, you know, very like I had some hesitations, but you know, I was like going to be like, give it a try, give it an honest to God try and like not be too judgmental. So that's like, yeah, but. Yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely agree with you in the fact that like, it was something that like, if you watched it at the time it came out, you were like a huge fan, right? Mm -hmm. Like, or you didn't watch it, which I didn't know anybody that hadn't watched it or that hated it. Right. It was like, this was a very unique film that came out. It had a very unique uh, story, had a very unique script. Um, and you have three powerhouses, right? You have like Kathleen Najimy, you have Bette Midler, and you have Sarah Jessica Parker, who like they both get known for other things, right? Like later on in their careers. But in that moment, it was like, this was like a really good casting call, right? Like it was yeah. really good. Eric, um, what was your introduction to Hocus Pocus? Um, and what led you to really want to watch Hocus Pocus too? Um, my introduction with it, I actually was right at that perfect age when they, when it came out in 93, that it was like, take your kids to see this Halloween movie that's not coming out in Halloween, but take them <laughs> to see it. And <clears throat> from the mo moment I saw it, I loved it. One, I was a musical theater kid when I was little. So Bette Midler, like I'm like an old school gay, as people call it. Uh, but Bette Midler <laughs> drew me in and Sarah Jessica Parker and everything like that. So once I saw it on film and like the costumes and the campiness of it and the whole musical number, I put a spell on you, just drew me in. Um, after that, I would go to like Blockbuster when Blockbuster was a thing and I would rent it like every time that I was getting a babysitter or something like that, I would rent that. And it just became a staple in my life and watch it every year. And then it started coming out on Disney Channel when I got a little bit older and then uh freeform does it every year like 15 20 times during the month of october now um but when i saw the second one like the preview for it like the glimpse like we're gonna do it i got so excited um and the fact that almost every single one of them came back even pulled me even in and anymore so i was super excited to see how this movie was and so yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah it was you know i you know, we had all heard rumors that they were going to do Hocus Pocus 2, and we were like, oh, okay, yeah, right, like, whatever. And then when, the tr when like, the, the teaser trailer came out, I was like, oh, this is a fucking thing. Like, it's happening, right? Um, so I was just, I was so excited when it came out, and um, to watch it with family was just beautiful and amazing. Um, I want to get to some of the comments. Q said, hey, all, this is going to be good. Can't wait to get into it. I had three meat pizza rolls. I wish I had meat pizza rolls. That mm. sounds so bomb right now. Um, drinking soda as usual, hanging with uh, with you. 
hanging with you all, my favorite peeps. Oh, I love that cue. My gosh. Thank you. Whatever you do tonight, and I can't dictate <laughs> what you all do. Oh, Please no. don't redeem third person. Please don't do it. We love no. you. Just don't do it. Now my question I mean, is, I, do all of us have to speak in third person? Well, if I, it, look, if it's done, and no, damn it, I'm not going to talk about it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so let's get into um, what, what we would rate this film first, and then we'll get into the why. So um, let's start with you, Eric. Uh, out of uh, five popcorn buckets, what would you rate Hocus Pocus to? Uh, out of five popcorn buckets, <laughs> uh, five popcorn buckets, what? Steph just said, for five minutes, anyone who speaks must speak in third person. Really? You know what? Okay. 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 All right, Yaya. Oh, it's oh, not wait. right now. Not right now. Not right now. It said not right now, but when? But when? No one. Okay. Re- no, no, it's not redeemed. It's not redeemed. I'm watching it. I'm watching it. <laughs> okay. Thank <laughs> she, you. Just like, I know. I know. Um, okay, Yaya, what would you rate this film uh, out of five popcorn buckets? So I guess I'm for once the lowest I rated it three and um I it's I think it's no matter what I still definitely got influenced by the nostalgia like you know I did honest to god try to give it a completely clean slate like you know try not to um like compare it with like the original because it's never going to live up to the original like almost no movie lives up to original almost um except for Hellboy 2 anyways um (laughs) (laughs) Um, anyways, with, um, with 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 who in it? With Doug Jones. Doug Jones. Want to throw that out there? Yeah, I know. I had to. I just had to. But um, uh, I actually was gonna rate it lower. I was actually gonna either. I was legit gonna give it two point five. I went to full three because of Doug Jones because he can't do no wrong. <laughs> um, but I think which is like for me personally, uh, watching it, it just a lot of the. It just seems a little forced to me, and um. Some of the jokes seem forced. Some of the stuffing is really forced. And um, I do get that. Yeah. And I, there's like several things too. Like, I feel like they dumb it, not dumb it down, but like the fact that they had to rehash what happened within the last like 30 minutes, like every like scene kind of bothered me a lot. It's like kids can understand what's happening. You don't have to constantly be like, oh my God, like, look what she did. And this happened and this happened. Like when they were in like the dungeon, like they're like, oh, da, 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 da. And then, like, she basically rehashed the whole beginning sequence in, like, two seconds. And I was like, why do you, that's unneeded. Um, <laughs> and, yeah. And, like, for me, if anyone, like, whenever I'm on here, like, the thing for me is always pacing. And I felt like this movie's pacing was horrendous for me. Like, I just, there was buildup for buildup that didn't need to be build up, And there was no buildup for things that needed to be built up. <laughs> so. I mean, yeah. and yeah. I agree with you on that one. Even though I gave it a five, like, spending, like, 20 minutes on Walgreens. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm really upset with how they actually turned up. I There was no buildup whatsoever to them returning. And that pissed me off. I was watching it with my cousin and we were just like, are you serious? Like when she lit, I was like, no, this can't be, this can't be, this has to be one of those fake, like, ah, oh, this is going to happen. And it doesn't, but it ended up happening. And I was like, no, they don't come back like this. That was such a bad intro for me personally. But yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, so I definitely do a four and a half out of five. Um, I love the whole thing and for a, a multi, multiple reasons. Um, but also, I do have to agree with Yaya on some points and definitely um, in some points of my own. I, I, I felt like I felt like this was a movie for the fans, right? Mm-hmm. Like it was a movie that was made for the fans. And if you haven't seen the first one, you there were some things that you'd be like well what the fuck's going on right Mm -hmm. and i mean any movie that that you have like two attached to you're like okay i might have to see the first one right if it was like hocus pocus like the bitches are back right or the witches are back it would be a different story because people would be like okay i might be able to watch it and not have to watch the first one but because it was hocus pocus 2 like Mm -hmm there was some inclination that you had to watch the first one. Right. And so um, watching it. And that was um, when I was, uh, I was texting my best friend at the time and I was, and she was like, I wanted to watch it with you. Blah, blah, blah. But uh, she, I was like, Hey, like if you were like, what, like we can like watch it. But if you don't remember the first one, there's going to be things that you don't remember. 
And if you watch it, you're going to be like, what the fuck is going on? Mm -hmm. And it's going to be weird for you. And so um, that was the only thing I think I had issues with um, along with like some characters being obsolete and just like, Mm -hmm. not like, like you didn't need to be there. Like Mike, the, the, like the love interest of Uh, Mm -hmm. the doc. Yeah. I was like, you didn't need to be there. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't need to do that. There was no, there was no reason for you to do that, right? Um, and and I, I would go fo- go as so far to say that the the individual that gave them the candle, I'm like, wh- what was the lesson? Like, you, there was no punishment mm. for you. Like, you were the reason why. And there was no right, so th- there were some yeah. things that I was yeah. like, oh. I hate like, that they also retconned a lot of things from the original too. It was yeah. like they changed it, and I was like, "No, <laughs> don't do that." Yeah, you know. You're not doing that. <laughs> okay, so um, we have a question from our lovely producer Steph. What is your candy apple go to? Because apparently, the entire time the mayor, who I thought I love him, he's been in a bunch of roles that he's been funny in, and he's great, um, was getting a candy apple, right? What is your candy apple go-to? Let's start with Yaya. Um, if, if you eat candy apple, what is your candy apple go-to? We had one type of candy apple in my life. And what and is it's, it? It's the ones that we used to sell at high school. The one that's yeah. covered in the red, like, candy, like, thing. Yes. And that's the only type I eat. I haven't eaten, I haven't had candy apple, like, since then. But, like, yeah. that was my go-to. It was the red one that I dyed your, like, whole <laughs> half of your face red. Got and you put that crunch that, like... Yes, and, and it's like, like I'm a vampire. Mm-hmm. And it's <laughs> yeah. like it gets everything sticky. All the high school teachers hated it. That to the point that we weren't allowed <laughs> to eat it in class anymore. But yes, that is my candy apple go-to. Nice. Eric, what is your candy apple go-to? Funny enough, that is exactly the same candy apple go-to <laughs> I go to. <laughs> it's so just right. iconic that deep, like that shiny red coating. Yes. And then just the crunch of it, that's my go-to every time. It's so delicious. Haven't had one in years because super sweet now, but yeah. uh, that's my go-to. <laughs> my go-to 100% is the the, oh, the candy apples from the Disneyland park. It, it's 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 always the, the green ones. I think those are the, um, uh, they're like a little bit sour. I forgot what those are called. Granny um, Smith? Are those Granny Smith? Is Granny Smith green? Yes, Granny Smith yes. apples are green. Okay, my bad. Um, okay, so I love Granny Smith apples, <laughs> and then they're covered in chocolate, and then the ears are like marshmallow covered in chocolate. I don't like nuts on anything. Like, <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> I don't like nuts on anything. I, no. Do not give me fucking nuts. If you want to put sugar on it, if you want to put caramel on it, absolutely. I'm totally down for that, but don't put fucking nuts on my apple. Like, don't do that. Um, and so I think that that's my candy apple go-to, especially like, if I go to Disneyland, which is like once or twice a year, right? Because it's like so expensive. I get a candy apple. My mom's like, get me one. And so like, you know, it's just great. So that's my candy apple go-to. Um, but let's go into Hocus Pocus 2. Now, for those of you who are on here and haven't seen it, Wait, too bad. you're going to get spoiled. Eric's popcorn bucket? I said, I don't think I talked about it though. Yeah, Eric, we got back in with the third person thing that's gonna inevitably come for <laughs> that's us. That's why I'm scared. I'm like <laughs> skipping shit. I'm like, uh. okay, Eric, what is your sorry, what is your popcorn bucket and why? Mine was five out of five popcorns. Um, a lot of the reason being for that was the nostalgia factor of it. Like I get exactly everything that you were saying, but growing up in the age of Hocus Pocus one, just being like the one that I was growing up with, um, watching this and how I watched it, I went to like a viewing party where we had like um, a, a movie screen on, snacks, and everybody was like pajamas and everything. There's a bunch of people. So, like, I love that. The, the um, ambiance of how I watched it too, because we did a double feature, definitely did impact that. Plus, I just love it anyway. So, yeah, five out of five. But I completely agree with both of you. Keep all hydrate. Hydrate. I'm gonna do a soda. Sorry, I just shoved a gigantic wing in my mouth. <laughs> um, so let's let's address the story because the story I think is the main central part of it, and I feel 
like this was a more lighthearted story than the first one, which was which ended dark, which which was a little bit more darker and was a little bit more scarier. Um, so we have this like group of friends, right? And I love them. They're all diverse. You know, you have one that's black, you have one that's Latina, and then you have one that's white, right? And they're friends. They're in high school, um, assumingly so. Um, and we have the main character, sorry, who is played by the lovely Whitney Peake, uh, Becca, um, who is just awesome, a, a really awesome, just like main character throughout the whole thing. Um, and then you have Belisa Escobita, who plays Izzy, and then uh, Lilia Buckingham, who plays Cassie. Um, and so these three friends clearly have had history. They have, they're like, you know, a trio of pe- of friends that just celebrate and do things together. But in the beginning of the movie, clearly there's some tension between Whitney, Belisa, uh, or sorry, between Becca, Izzy, and Cassie, right? Like Cassie's like the out, like the person that's like, has a boyfriend and, you know, doesn't really hang out with the main two anymore. And the main two are like, oh, cool. And I love the fact that the main two are like black and brown. I'm like, yes, love it. Um, And we just sort of see this like tension um, like throughout the entire movie, right? Um, But in the very beginning of the movie, we see sort of, um, we see uh, uh, Winnie, we see, you know, we see Sarah Jessica, we see the earlier versions of them, which the individual- It's so good. Yes, the the Taylor Henderson who played young Winifred absolutely fucking nailed oh, yes. it. Nailed it. Nailed yes. it. Yes. Oh, all just... of them all of them nailed it and yes. I I was so happy to see that she still treated her sisters like shit like <laughs> like even at a young age but like the fact that the, the her teeth her the hair everything the gestures like you know the like the just... mannerisms just like the and way she was she like, like look and every like this yes. this little girl did her work. To be she, like, I have to be Winifred, mm-hmm. but my and own I, Winifred as well. Yeah. yeah, and I loved it because it went further back than the original one, which is like people just, you know, they hung them, you know, and then mm-hmm. they, that was the that was the 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 legend, the tale, right? But this one was like went further into it, where Billy Butcherson was there, and he's like, "I just kissed you, like it wasn't anything more, right? I like, wasn't actually your love." Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was like. um, it was the you know the 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 mayor that's or or the the, the pastor reverend. who was like the reverend. yes the reverend who ended up being like a descendant of the mayor or like the mayor and yeah yeah and it was just it I thought that was just so cool to see the beginning of that and then and then them meeting like the main witch in the forest who gave them basically book right who is attracted to witches and power and all that stuff but you know I. The thing that I kind of thought was cheesy was the Magicka spell that was like in the beginning, that was like yeah. hinted, hinted at. And I was like, come on, that, you gave you that gave away in the first, mm-hmm. like the first 10, 15 minutes of the movie, you gave it away. And I was like, I, I knew, I knew what was going to happen. I yeah. knew it was going to happen from jump. Um, but I did like um, the witch. I thought she was really good. Also a character that I was just like, we could have done without her and they could have found book just automatically and, you know, something. I did find it. I did like it. I did see an article that that witch, um, Danny from the original Hocus Pocus, they're wearing the same costume. Yeah. So that's the way she are. Danny uh, made her costume out of that witch's outfit. Yeah, her portrayal. Yes, it's like an Easter egg to the original um, I love it. I love it. Um, I didn't even notice that. See, shit, I didn't notice when I was watching. <laughs> um, and then, and then the story evolves into um, the magic shopkeeper giving them a candle. Oh. Yeah, which I have huge problems with that character. Yes. Um, yes. Just because I'm like, what was the point, right? Like, th- there was no point. You. Well- I, I have to think that they brought him in because that was the only way they were going to bring Billy in. Because however much uh, I love Billy, I thought his storyline was kind of pointless. Sure, mm. sure. I mean, I mean, in this in this film, absolutely. In the first one, no. But in no. this one, I was like, for what? It was like, pushing. Yeah, th- th- there was nothing, you know. And I, I, I will have to say, I do love the little ode to the black cat um, that like <gasps> popped up, and I was like, that was cute. And she's like, I, like, I know that's you, Thackeray. It's like, yeah, 
and like almost cried. I was like almost cried. And then when I saw it the second time, I was like, oh my God. Like, yeah. But um, yeah, so so that part and then just the whole story unravels, right? Like throughout the entire film. And um, I will say there, there were times when I was like, this is a little redundant. It's a little boring, um, but overall, um, I feel like it was entertaining enough to hold me and to like captivate me where the boring parts were like short enough to where like everything like picked up in the end um, and in yeah. the scenes. Um, Yaya, how did you feel about the, the story of the whole movie? Did you feel like it could have done better? Did you feel like it captivated you? Did you feel like it did the movie justice? Oh my gosh. So, okay. I'm going to start ranting. Um, one, as much as I love the witch character, the mother that's actually what I hated about that whole beginning. So I feel like Dizzy's been doing this for like since Maleficent. They Maleficented the Sanderson sisters, basically. It's made them into a very sympathetic character. It's like, oh my God, it's like, you know, she loves her sisters. And that's the reason why. While in the first movie, it's very much like they sold their soul to Satan. Yeah. Like yeah. they're very much master and that kind of thing. And then like, I felt like that's the thing. Like, um, from what I got from the first movie, from what I understood from the first movie when I was like watching when I was young, was that they sold their souls and they like maybe they I always thought that they made book because book was actually wasn't it stated that he was made from human skin in the first movie? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so the and then I always thought that basically there were like a long line of witches. Like when they reference mother in the first one, it's actual their mother who taught them like probably like spells, not just like a random lady that just happens to be there and becomes a crow and disappears and that kind of stuff so that's actually what i as much as i love that beginning sequence i felt like it totally like took away from that danger that like thing that made winifred so like attractive in the in the, in the beginning like she's dangerous she's supposed to be they killed and murdered children and ate their souls and turned like her like emily that Binks into a cat they're not good people. They're not supposed to be sympathetic, but they did that in this movie. And that really rubbed me in the very wrong way. And I was like, you don't need to do that. Especially, and anyways, that was like, that was one of my big thing was like, you know, and I do love that they had like, when I was watching it, they had clips from the original movie, but because the movie's from 93, the resolution is so different. It's so <laughs> compared to everything else. And it was really funny, but um. So, like, I enjoy, um, so, like, while in the beginning, I loved, I said, I love the three little girls. They did amazing. They embodied, like, you know, Sarah, Mary, and Winifred so well. Those kids are going places. Um, okay. And then story-wise, I'm just, like, I personally did not like that this was more of a coming-of-age movie for Becca about the whole, like, oh, my God, it's, like, a girl, like, um, returning in the day that. I just felt like it, the story itself was just too Disney-fied. Like, it was too nice. It was too lighthearted. It was too meant for young children, even though their market was supposed to be, like, millennials like us. But it very much, like, they, I'm going to, like, as I said, I feel like they really dumbed it down. It got too good, like, for a, it got too, like, say, for kids kind of thing. And I'm, I was kind of like, hmm, with that, and uh, story-wise, as I said, like there's, as I agree, there's a lot of characters I felt is completely unneeded. And like the fact that they had to have like, you know, what's his name? Um, Elliot? No, the, the, the storekeeper guy. Like they needed Gilbert. him. And it, what? Gilbert? Gilbert? Gilbert. Yes, Gilbert. Thank you. Um, they had Gilbert and it's he's really like, oh yeah, I saw you like Halloween flying. I went to the graveyard and I'm like, do we really need that part? I know you'd have to do it for the story, but did we really need that retcon like that whole part? And uh, I, I thought it was, I, it was okay. It wasn't a, it wasn't bad and wasn't good, but it's like, well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I think you make really good points where it was like, there were certain parts of this movie. And I think those were like the, I don't say boring parts, but those are the parts where I was like, was this necessary? Yeah. It lagged. Yeah, yes. and I was like, I was like, okay, like I get that you have to connect the dots a little, but that's like going past the dots, and like mm -hmm. you're trying to make a picture that I don't know if people who hadn't seen it or even people that had seen it would get right. Um, Eric, what did you think about the story? Let's um, go into that. This is one part where I, I, I did find it lacking, where I completely agree with you guys. 
um, they were bringing up stuff that I, it just felt pointless. Um, just like the magic, I felt like they stayed in that magic shop way too long. Like, oh, you're a witch, you're 16. Like, okay, you, you're being that with a dead horse. We get it that it's your 16th birthday. Um, but uh, I completely agree. Like the whole hunt with Billy, everything like that, like watching them play games and everything, that, that was pointless. Um, but like I said, the only reason they did it because they need to put Billy back into the movie. And I feel like that's the only way, reason that they could get him in there because the story was dumbed down and way f- more for children. Um, I have to say probably why is because 93 was a very different time to where they could get away with it being a little bit more darker and a little bit more gritty to whereas now a kid falls on a playground and skins their knee and they get rushed to the ER. So I get it, but also I, I, I do understand that the story did lack in that because they're trying to be safe for um, audiences out there so they can make their money back, which is unfortunate because it's, as you said, Disney-fied. <laughs> yeah, and, um, I, you know, I think I think overall the story, the story was okay. And I think for me, the, the positive aspect was there was no leading males in this, right? They were all secondary. And it was females that were empowered. And it was, you know, the whole Becca trio that basically came together at the end. And it was Becca's powers that basically, like, protected and saved them. And it was her realization that, like, she was like, no, like, this is what's going to happen, right, to you. And, and it was Book that basically was like, oh, I choose, I choose you, Pikachu. Because it was, <laughs> it, you know what I mean? Because it was almost like, it was almost like book knew, right? Like yeah. what was going to happen. And I kind of like the fact that there was no like lead male savior, which uh-huh. in the first one, it was, <clears throat> sorry, I'm like choking on uh, Ch- wings here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, ch- <laughs> I'm choking on chicken. Um, <laughs> it was, uh, you know, you had, you had the main, you had, mm-hmm. you had, uh, yeah, you had Max, you had Danny, and then you had the girlfriend, right? I forget what her name was. Elizabeth. Yeah, Allison. Allison? Allison. It is Allison. Yeah. So, you, so you, ha- you had them three. Um, and you had Max, which is who the basic person was to light the candle, to save it, to be like, oh, you're going to do this. Ah. And then in this one, it was three girls. And I loved that. I loved the fact that like my nieces could watch this and be like, yeah, girl power. Like, cool. It was great. And so I think like from that like story aspect, I think that was a positive that came out of it. Right. Where I was just like, yeah, it could have been corny. It could have been done better. But at, at the end of the day, I was like, it was mostly, it, it was it was women that basically saved the day, right? And I was like, yes, like female empowerment. I this, love it. This movie gave me what I wanted from Craft uh, Origins. If you guys remember mm-hmm. that, this yeah. is what I wanted that to be. But this actually gave it to me with like the women empowerment and them taking control. Sure, sure. And then you have your original like trio who is like they're all three women and they were uh, the, they were blasphemed by men right who thought they were whores and blah 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 and all that stuff and they came back and um you know just did it with a did it with style did it with that um let's talk about just like a little bit of the musical aspect to this right when they came back they did a number and then when they hypnotized the crowd they did a number right I have a I have a problem with the latter, right? Like, because it wasn't necessarily hypnotizing the crowd, and then once they found the individual, it was like, oh, they snapped out of it. I was like, no, yeah. no, mm-hmm. that's not what happens. Um, I do want to say, oh shit, okay. Uh, oh, so okay. Q says, hold on, wait. Q says, I have friends who are pagans and Wiccan, and they are not evil at all. And just today, a mother from Texas claimed that the movie the movie is hypnotizing kids to the devil. And he what? said, I'm like, what? LOL. Ridiculous. The movie's fictional. Yeah. Like, nobody's hypnotizing anybody the devil. Um, Q redeemed. The, uh, we are going to ban uh, word band OMG. Or, oh my god. So we can't say OMG or oh my god. Okay. Okay. Only together, right? We can't separate. <laughs> can't be like, oh my god. We can't do that. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> I was like, can we not say But I love oh, the way okay. you think. 
I love the way you think. You were like, can we get around this? I know. It's like, huh. <laughs> Only um, in English? See, we can just write on a piece of paper now and just be like. Ay, Dios mío. Yo, what am I? Yes. So let's talk about the musical numbers. Um, let's go to you first, Eric. What did you think about them? Do you think they were um, necessary? Yes, I uh, definitely uh, think that a musical number was necessary for Hocus Pocus 2. I even give it give it two musical numbers. Um, the three did feel excessive. Um, especially like what Yaya said, like they're coming back should have been more epic than just this random musical number. Like, okay, you're bringing these three powerful witches back. Why are they busting out into song? Mm-hmm. And it's weird. Um, the second number uh, liked it for what it was, uh, but I much I, I agree with you, Jordan. That like they hypnotized the crowd, and once they found their objective, it just stopped. To whereas in the original one, they were dancing until dawn. Like they kept going yeah. until those witches were defeated. So that's. Uh, what I, I wanted more from that. Um, I did love that whole like scene though where they lost the contest. <laughs> uh, but that last number as well, even though it did sound good and it got got us a little bit more of the witches, I, I think just that second and the last number should have been necessary, not even that first number. Um, just because it, it was kind of like Disney used to do and used to do with like a closing number at the end of their shows and stuff like that. It reminded me of that, but it, it, it did feel excessive with the music a little bit. Yeah, I. <clears throat> I it wasn't even as good as I put a spell on you. Sorry, it wasn't. It wasn't as it good. Wasn't, it wasn't as captivating as that. It gave it gave Coyote ugly in a way that wasn't. <laughs> yes. Pretty. Like, do you know what I mean? And I was like, "Damn! Like, what? You pick this song? Like, right? I get it. I got it. But um, yeah. So Yaya, what did you think about the musical numbers I in the it. song? I hated it. I hated it so much. Like, I've been waiting to say this. Okay, so again, I was, okay. I said, Hocus Pocus needs that one song, which was, I put a spell in the original one. But this one, it just wasn't it. Um, again, they come and they're performing. And I did like the part where they're like, who are they performing for? And they did pop up, you. I like that part. I thought that was actually like, okay. Okay. <laughs> clever. Snaps. I know. It's like clever. Um. But I hate it. Like, I'm gonna, like, you know, like one way or another. I'm like, why? That is, no, that is not a powerful song. It's not like a thing. It's, I'm sorry. Like, I love that song because I like remember like literally in my childhood and all these like different shows, but it's just not for Winifred. No, no. no. that's not like, oh, I don't know. It just, I think that they try to go campy, but went too campy. And, um, the only thing I do have to disagree about, like, it's like, oh, when their spell breaks, I think it's because it's with the, what, what they want, their intentions with that bewitching. In yeah. the original one, she actually just like dance, dance until like thing. That's what they did because that's what her spell was meant to. Well, this spell was just meant for her to find the mayor. So I guess like, you know, with how she worded it, they found the mayor and then the, you know, the incantation breaks. So that one, I kind of agree with, I was okay with because it was just like, that's how she worded the spell as opposed to being like, oh, bring him to me. Yeah. Then it would have been different if like that. Um, But no, I'm sorry. I did not like any of the musical numbers. And I was like, "Mm." it's not going on my Halloween playlist. It's not giving. It's not, oh, not, not giving at all. Yeah, and <clears throat> for me, I the first one I was like, interesting. The second one I was like, that's the song you pick. Like they could have done like We Will Rock You, right? Like by Queen, like like they could have done Queen. They could have done anything else except oh, yeah. for- uh, one, way. one way or another. I mean, yeah, that was a choice. I, <laughs> that was a deliberate choice. And I was like, Hmm. What? Um, yeah, but I do like the fact that they brought in the original, um, like spell words um, from oh, like yeah. the original, yeah. and I thought that was really good. Yes, yes, and I was like, okay, cool, like, like cool, but pick a different song, like it's fine. Um, um, I do have to say, it, they kind of what they did to this movie is uh, 
Have you ever um, heard about the like Disney movies, like the Enchanted, Disenchanted, or whatever mm-hmm. movies? Where, yeah. Like, the, yeah, that's what they did to this. Mm. Yeah. Like the decom musical that they've been doing, that's what they did to this mu- movie, which is stupid. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, let's let's go into sort of like how the whole movie ended, um, <clears throat> how it sort of played out in the end. Um, I, you know, so the whole trio situation with with in the beginning, not with Winifred, but specifically. Sorry, now I'm burping because I choked on chicken. That's um, you know, freaking amazing, wonderful. Um, I okay. What was her name? Uh, I'm in hocus pocus. Is it Bella? No, not Bella. Becca. Um, Becca? Becca. Thank you. The whole Becca trio, Edward. where I, I, <laughs> it was Edward and Jasper Edward. and Alice. That's who it was. <laughs> Yeah. Jacob. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Really? I really said Bella. Um, but it was, it was with Becca and that trio. I feel like there could have been a stronger story with that. I feel like there could have been more of a, like a background with that because we didn't know, we did know, but we didn't know why there was such like an aversion um, to uh, what's her name to Cassie. Like we didn't know, like we did know, but like, we didn't know. And even Cassie was like acting like a weirdo, like, you know, in the beginning and you're like, why is there such like a, like a weird thing? And then it was like, when she had the party, she like was like, oh yeah, well, because you told my dad on me. And I was like, well, yeah, cause you're the mean girl in this entire movie. Like you're the one that like had the party and like had all this stuff going on and all that stuff. and. Um, but it was for safety issues and then eventually and then that wasn't even addressed it was just like mm-hmm. oh like they're coming here and then she's like well you hate me and I was like no they did it because like there's things going on like in the town and like you didn't realize that and then all of a sudden like she's like okay I'm I'm with you girls and then like you know they did the whole protection bubble like all that bullshit so I feel like that would have been stronger if there was more of a story that had, that had gotten developed with Becca and her crew um which I feel like didn't get established in this film um and that was sort of something that I was like I I just I didn't see it like with with Becca and her other friend I was like cool like y'all are like friends till you die like that's what's going on um uh, yeah, how did we feel about that, Eric? How did we feel about that, like, sort of dynamic and how it played out in the end? Um, I, I agree with you. It, it was kind of um, sorted. I mean, granted, they hadn't been friends for four months and they, like, dropped her uh, and she dropped yeah. them, but that was very quick. I dropped best friends years after that. <laughs> stuff's been happening so four yeah. months is, is is kind of ridiculous but um <laughs> no um it, it did move too quickly uh for them to forgive her and everything go back i i did like the joint and that it was a new coven at the end of it i am one of the people um that did enjoy the end of this that that is the way that it went because i did think that um winnie did really did care for sarah and um and Mary. Mary. So, so like I I, I I did enjoy the end of that. I, I agree with you, Yaya, that it could have gone more evil, but I lowered my expectations with this age of Disney viewership. (laughs) 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 Okay, wait, let's go to Yaya. Let's go to the Beauty over here. I think you said earlier I hate I hated that this was more of a coming of age movie I thought that was a little like oh like you know like oh um I also found it really funny there was basically essentially a you're a you're a wizard Harry like moment (laughs) (laughs) she was like you're a witch and in my head immediately like you're a wizard Harry (laughs) I was like I I was like why is that there um but I'm just like again it's I didn't mind the ending as if like you know that part because it's very much established that's why she cares about her sister but I hate the whole like she goes like oh what is that feeling oh and I'm like is she having a Grinch moment is she a Grinch 
<laughs> where like her like her heart grew like 10 times the size yeah. that day kind of <laughs> <laughs> I was like that whole monologue I was I knew that it was supposed to again it's supposed to make her sympathetic it's supposed to like redeem her character that she does all of that she does all the evil things just because she loves her sister like killing and eating children's souls because she no loves she does it sister. for her but it's like the, but that's but that's the thing that's what's not established in this movie that they totally covered from the last in the previous movie everything she does is for power but in here from the beginning it's very much oh she loves her sister so much and she treats them bad but she actually really loves her sister and it's like i understand like wanting power to protect those you love i understand that but that i was just like i don't know i'm just like i did not like i think that just it's not the winner it's not a winifred that's something in like og winifred would do at all yeah. and that's i think that's for me which is like why i'm like i'm one of the people i guess many people that don't like the endings because for me personally i'm just like that's not winifred anymore it's completely sure. yeah and i do you guys saw the post-credit scene right oh my god no what there's a post-credit scene there's a post-credit scene what yes. Yeah. Okay, tell us, tell us, because it's It's, all about spoilers here. Okay, so, okay, so it's not like a huge thing, but the post credit scene is supposedly, you see Cobweb next to a box, and it says BF number two, BFC number two, the Black Flame Candle. There's another Black Flame Candle that's supposed to hint at, I think it's supposed to keep in like, oh, if Disney wants to do another yeah. movie if they can this I, establishes that so i didn't see that scene but i know they did an interview with uh sarah jessica parker and she was saying she was like yeah there are talks about them doing a like spinoff or something like that and she would love to come back i'm like you can't bring back these three witches you can't no and you not with this especially <laughs> is the way that they ended it this time at least with the last one was like you know they explode and pee 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 it's like it's like goodbye, <laughs> pew, 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 pew. This one, they're all like, oh, like you know, they're they're not, we're not, they can't come back, but it sends it you to them. And it's it's supposed to be the fact that they redeemed her character. They can't bring her back after this. No. And the fact they had that, and I'm just like, if we're gonna get another hocus pocus in 30 years, I'm sorry, Ben Miller's not gonna be here. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I will say, in that last scene of the movie, there was that um, the bird that the witch was in the forest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there fine. was that in the very last scene. And I was like, huh, that left it open for some things. But yeah. well, what she, things that we bird was still When we got into modern day uh, uh, Salem, that bird showed up too. Yes. So, yeah. But they never See? touched back, touched based on the mother ever again. So that yeah. wasn't So I yeah. just feel like this film had a lot of things that it didn't connect the pieces too well. And that's what really bothered me was like everything was just so scattered and just yeah. everywhere that it's just it didn't touch very well i think i think the way that they tried to do that and the way that i saw it was yeah it was more of like sisters and like all that stuff um but i do feel like the lesson that sort of winnie learned and didn't learned in the end what learned that winnie didn't learn in the end wow i cannot spoke today um was was the fact that she knew the spell was only going to enhance like obviously it enhanced everybody's power right but she did it for herself and she did it knowing that it would only enhance like that specific her power Mm -hmm. right and it wasn't necessarily said or like done but you could see it in like the way that it played out and then it was Becca finally realizing and the coven finally realizing that like, oh shit, like she's actually, she's going to fuck everybody else over. Right. Um, and then that was the lesson that had to be learned, which is what, which is why book went to Becca. Cause Becca was like, you can't do this because it's going to ultimately like, y- you're going to fuck yourself over. And eventually she did. And then all of a sudden she's like, oh, oh shit, like I actually care about people. Oh, oh my God. Now I'm going to go into like mystical elf dust. Right. And then like, where are we going? So that was a weird connection for me that I saw, but also like it wasn't necessarily implied. 
which I get your point where it was like it this was this was never about her like it was mostly about like oh like we I love my sisters and it's great like they're they're still cool and it's awesome um Eric what did you think about um the the ending what did you think about the final recap of the whole thing um the ending of it I loved it um I do I do see your guys's issues with it but um I I do love that um she did finally come to terms with oh shit I actually do love my sisters way more than I actually thought I did <laughs> like I I use them to do my bidding because I'm the only one with power and they're just kind of like my, my little henchmen but I've been with them for over 300 years and they're henchmen I can't be without like um so I, I did find that very sweet um I did like the whole part where Becca was just like no I'm keeping the book Gilbert uh Go back to your store. Uh, we'll talk about this later. Uh, fuck off. Because <laughs> I think throughout this entire movie, annoyed me the most out of everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I really wished when he got thrown by Winifred into the air uh, that he would have just never come back. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately, um, and the whole Billy thing of him disappearing to and be like, oh, all her magic's broken. I did find that a little ridiculous and everything. But uh, I did enjoy the ending. I thought it was very sweet. Um, I hope they don't do another one. So, <laughs> yeah, I feel like this gave this gave us what we needed, and that was it. Like, the only thing cool. it did not give me what what the hell was up with Sarah Jessica Parker's eyebrows? Did anybody notice <laughs> that? I do oh, want to. That's the, like that was one of my major issues with like the costuming her yeah. eyebrows, like that. That's the only thing it didn't give me, but everything else pretty yeah. much did. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, Carrie, come on. You didn't go through all those seasons to have eyebrows like that, girl. I think uh, it's, it's to like bring attention to something else and not that how she's like so drastically different. In sure. Sure. They also I mean, look really good though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I do want to point out the fact that like uh Mary was on Roombas, just yeah. like an ode to like right? vacuums. Oh my god, I died. I'm like, oh. This is genius. I loved it. Um, so we're reaching the end of our stream. I freaking, yeah. So let's talk about just like final thoughts on anything. Would you recommend it to anybody? Would you recommend to see the first one before this one? Um, any thoughts? Let's go to you, Yaya, first. Okay, so I'm, I know I've been hating on this film this whole time. I did like it. I did enjoy it. Um, I think there's a lot of things they did that was actually really, really clever. Like, the potions and the baby faces and them like doing that kind yes. of stuff. I thought there was a mix, a uh, missed joke or like how many like children saw. I'm like, technically with child labor, there is a lot of children's souls in those <laughs> things. I was like, but I'm like, I guess it's not Disney enough. <laughs> I thought that was a joke that was missed. Um, uh, <laughs> I actually really love, like a lot of jokes were actually really good. Like, you know, the Gothic Golden Girls. Um, I loved when like Sarah like grew balls for like five seconds. It was like, I oh. have a loyal, faithful sister. And I just, I love that. And then she goes back to me and I'm like, I actually. Like, okay. 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 <laughs> yeah. So there's like things that actually it's really good. And I really did enjoy it. And as I said, for me, the thing that made it for me was Billy. I would not have watched this movie if Billy wasn't back. <laughs> so I'm, happy with all the Billy scenes. I love Doug Jones. So as I said, <laughs> Doug Jones can do no wrong in my book. Um, but um, yes, I actually would recommend this movie. I think um, it's definitely like it It, it makes my mille- my old shriveled millennial soul happy to see that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's yeah. maybe not what exactly what I wanted, but it's nice. And um I definitely do recommend watching the first one, I think, um, before this, because I think, I don't know. I personally think that if I saw this today without watching the first one, I would not go back to watch the first one. It did not, like, hit me in a way that made me want to be like, oh, because, like, um, I'm going to be really mean again. I'm also really just really mean. Is that, like, you know, the trio, the witches, they're old. Like, Bette Miller's 76. Yeah. And you can kind of tell, like, sh- they don't have as much of the energy and the stuff they did back in 1993. Of course, I don't have the same energy I had like 10 years ago. No. <laughs> so, like, you know, that walk in the Walgreens are going, huh, 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 that part? It didn't have that, like, 
energy and that like sharpness I had in the original one. So I definitely recommend watching the first one first. Get to know the character, get to love the character before watching this one. Because this one, it's good. Yeah. But it's not great. I think my favorite scene out of the first one, it's one that I die every time, is when um, they're out during Halloween and everybody's in their costume and 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 it's all three of them and they're like on like they're in front of satan's house i think oh, um, oh yeah satan's house. and then it's, and then there's an angel that comes around and you like goes like this you. and she goes bless you and sarah jessica parker just screams her ass off <laughs> i die every single time that happens because yeah. i think it is the most funniest scene in a kid cinematic history mm-hmm. i think it is just so hilarious because she's like and and you're right like it it missed that i think in this mm-hmm. the film it missed that like quality that we didn't get it, um, it missed the trick-or-treating that we saw in salem in the first one like yes. kids running around in costumes and like you had the festival but the festival wasn't enough right so right. there was barely any children in this movie oh i know at all at all Sorry, my leg cramped. I don't know why it cramped. Um, Eric, any last minute things? Any uh, recommendations um, for people that want to watch this? I do completely agree with you. I definitely do watch the first one before you watch this. Um, both times that I, I... I mean, I watched it today again just to like refresh my memory. But both times I watched it, it was a double feature. So we did watch the first one and then the second one. I think that's also why I like it much more because I have immediate nostalgia of remembering right then yeah but i re- recommend this movie for everyone um hopefully it doesn't happen again because like you said she's 76 and she's not gonna survive another one um <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh no it, it's definitely a good good movie to watch um it's lighthearted. it's not too serious uh yeah watch it <laughs> Yeah, but the I Billy think... scenes, I do, I do have to say the Billy scenes, I did appreciate the Billy scenes. Yeah, yeah. I just found they could have pulled him in a different way. Agreed. Because yeah, I hated absolutely. Gilbert, so therefore I found those scenes pointless because <laughs> I hated Gilbert so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I feel like um, yeah, there definitely could have been some more usage with Billy and how if he got brought back, like there could have been some type of thing where like, even in the first one, like, he, you know, sacrificed himself, and, like, there were some things where he, like, threw himself in the line of fire, that in this one, it was just, like, you're just there, right? Yeah. Like, and I, I loved the character. I loved Billy Butcherson. I loved oh, yeah. th- what he did in the first one. Um, I would definitely recommend this film. I would definitely say you need to watch the first one in order for you to watch this one, just so that way you can get an idea of some of the things that, that are going on. Um, especially with things like um, like the salt, right? Like mm-hmm. if you were into witchcraft or into your, your wicked, right? Like you understand a little bit of that. But in the first one, like there's a, you know, there's a scene where it happens with the salt mm-hmm. and, you know, which is why in this one, it kind of is like more prevalent and they use Epsom salt, which I think is <laughs> hilarious. Cause I'm like, I use that shit when I want to like calm down and take a bath. <laughs> And like they used it to like stop there and then it worked, right? Like that was the thing. Actually, so, oh no, if you look at that one, it's not the salt that worked. It's Becca's it magic. It, it oh. turned blue. Which was like that's why it bo- actually it bothered me, is because like, you know, it was like it seems like everything was just due to Becca and not actual magic. Like that's true. That mortals yeah. can use. Because in, because when Allison did it in the first one, it was like, oh, you clever little white witch you're yeah. using salts right and this one it was like I, I i can see that i can see that um well folks lovely lady and gentlemen this is all the time we have to talk about this film that we just watched and i'm so happy that we got to rate it um with this is the uh the end of hocus pocus 2 but shout out to my guests yaya and eric Y'all are great. Y'all are amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, where can we find you, Eric, on the socials? Uh, you can find me on all socials at Heartless7. Um, I haven't posted in a while because I've been moving. So, yeah, but uh, you can find me there. I, I do post. And then you can find me here on Knob Talk yes. quite often now. <laughs> Absolutely. And we should never apologize for being human. And you know, going through human things like moving. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, yes, and Yaya, where can we find you? 
So you can find me here on Twitch, Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, where I do stream. You can find me at my Hamachi. You can also find me on YouTube, where I do videos about Chinese history, culture, traditions, all that fun stuff, um, at jpalaceyaya on YouTube. And you can find me on other social media, such as TikTok, Instagram, all of that fun stuff, Twitter, um, either at jpalaceyaya or at my Hamachi. But I do have an event coming up. I'm going to be at PMX, woo, October 21st to 23rd. I have my own little Hanfu Interactive Corner. If you want to come take photos, um, do a scavenger hunt, which I'm like killing myself over right now. <laughs> um, check that out as well. <laughs> yes, we love it. Um, you can find me at City of Stars 13 on Instagram. Um, I don't post that much, but I probably should post more. So hopefully I will. Um, we'll see what happens. Um, but yes. Uh, so thank you all for joining us. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to join our Discord to keep the conversation going, as well as subscribing to our platforms at NomTalk Network. We are everywhere, and it is at NomTalk Network. Um, tune in to our next show, which is going to be She-Hulk Episode 8, which is coming on Friday. Um, and that is that. I am your host, Ron Orozco, again for the evening, and I hope you all have a nom evening. Good night. <laughs>